Today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1 with All Care Pharmacy. Discover a healthcare team that's always here for you at All Care Pharmacy, Ireland's largest community pharmacy network. Today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1. Just makes you want to sit down and watch it. The theme tune from Succession there and HBO bosses were forced to deny rumours this week that the fourth and final season of the acclaimed show would be followed up with a spin-off. When they work, the spin-off shows can be a joy to watch. You see your favourite characters come into their own right. The focus of the story shifts to them. But we've all seen those TV spin-offs that have gone really badly wrong when it turns out that there just wasn't enough to keep us compelled and Thomas Cross FM 104 DJ is with me now you know all about um, spin-off series what, what we're going to rely on your expert knowledge here Thomas says what works and what doesn't work because it's it's not a new trend in television it goes all the way back doesn't it to the 70s some of the greatest shows ever produced some of them come from um, spin-offs like this one Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name And they're always glad you came Tell us, tell us about that and what happened. Oh wow, that gives everyone the warm feels, doesn't it? You think it cheers, you're going to yourself. It ended, everyone was sad, everyone was upset. But when you look at these big companies, they see these TV shows as massive money makers. Mm-hmm. And they're going, well, it's ending now. What can we do? Where can we go? So they looked at Fraser Crane. They brought him to Seattle and a brand new TV show happened. And I was talking to someone recently about this and they went, hang on a second. Fraser was in Cheers. I never knew about this. So you get brand new audiences. Yeah, it's a generational thing. <laughs> massive figures. And if you look at it, Fraser's coming back for a second run. They're bringing some of the cast members back. Yeah, I, I'm not sure how I feel about this. See, I think a lot of people are going to watch it because nobody has seen Nicholas Lindhurst, who is Rodney in Only mm-hmm. Fools and Horses, in a long, long time. And he's going to be in it as well. So I think that's going to bring off a brand new set of people who are then going to find out about Frasier. And they could even call it a spin-off because it's been so long since that show's been on our TVs that then we've a brand new audience for it. And do we well. know anything about where it's going to be set or, you know, the fact that he's in it, it throws me off a little bit. I mean, is it is it an English version? Or? No, so this, this, these are the rumours that are talking to at the minute that apparently they're going back to Boston which means Cheers was in Boston does this mean we're going to have some people propping it up that were in Cheers back in the day and this this is why I think shows like this are so good because it can bring you back to before but also be brand new as well mm-hmm. it could be a hybrid of Frasier yes, and, yes. and Cheers now this is often how it works isn't it that they take one character from a successful series and they build something around them Breaking Bad is a good example of that isn't it Breaking Bad is really really interesting when people started watching that on Netflix they all wanted to know what happened Is it the, was it the start of the binge worthy TV where people were sitting down and watching it for weeks on end and then you know it needed an end but everyone still loved these characters. They loved absolutely everyone in it. And then Saul came along, Saul Goodman. And they were going, do you know what? What will we do with him? Will we kind of go in a different direction altogether and just look at his life of, you know, this downbeat lawyer? Or do we go into how he got to that place 
and this was really interesting about Breaking Bad, it started off as a prequel, then it crossed over with Breaking Bad, sorry, spoiler alert, and then it went into the future. So it was so fantastic how they got this character, took him out of his comfort zone of Breaking Bad, and there are people who watch this programme now that probably may have not even watched Breaking Bad. But they need to. Yeah. (laughs) They need to go back (laughs) and watch it. It's so good. We take a little clip of uh, Bob Odenkirk as Jimmy in season five of Better Call Saul. Big job at the illustrious HHM. Chance to play at the palace. Little old me. You have no idea what's going on. You're a teensy tiny man in a teensy weensy little bubble. No, Jimmy. You look down on me, you pity me. Walk away. That's right, Howard. You know why I didn't take the job? Because it's too small. I don't care about it. It's nothing to me. It's a bacterium. I travel in worlds you can't even imagine. You can't conceive of what I'm capable of. I'm so far beyond you. I'm like a god in human clothing. Lightning bolts shoot from my fingertips. Hmm. And there's a great story behind him as well. Yes. The actor, because he had nothing. He had absolutely no money whatsoever. He was finished. He was like, I'm going to have to, you know, get a proper job. I won't be able to do what I love acting. And then Breaking Bad came along. And then this came along. So I love hearing stories like that because, you know, keep what you love and one day will come just like him. Grey's Anatomy is one that has spawned not just one, but a couple of, of spin-offs. I don't know whether that's wise or not. Do you know what? Sometimes you kind of look at these shows and you're going, because Shonda Rhimes, who is the creator of Grey's Anatomy, is just this massive, she's such a beautiful brain. She's done Bridgerton as well. She's yep. this massive Netflix deal going on. Grey's Anatomy, Meredith Grey, the most unluckiest woman in the world. But how did they make spin-offs of this show? They tried pr- private practice with Addison, who's in it. Kate Walsh, who's from Navin, by the way. People seem to forget this, that she's actually <laughs> half Irish. They did that. You know what? It ran for a couple of seasons and it dried out. They ended that and then they brought over Station 19. So they've got the hospital, they've got the fire station, and they have interlinked with each other in a couple of episodes where it's been very clever, you know, if they feel like the ratings aren't doing too well for, for Station 19. Let's bring it into this juggernaut, which is Grey's Anatomy. And you'll see the crossover all the time happening mm-hmm. in America. And what's your sense? Is that working? It, you know what? Meredith Grey, this isn't a spoiler, by the way, because it's everywhere. Meredith has left the show. So she is. So when, when, it, when it airs on RT, everyone knows this is our final season. Yeah. So this has now sort of turned into a spin-off in itself because Grey's Anatomy is Meredith Grey and she's not going to be in that anymore. So this is going to be really interesting how this is going to how this is going to happen. Will it survive another two or three series without the main character in it? God yeah. only knows. I don't know. I feel a bit cynical about spin-off sometimes, you know. It's like that worked. Can you just take your success, <laughs> enjoy it and walk away? You know, I I loved um The Good Wife. The Good Wife loved is that. brilliant. I'm so sure about The Good Fight. I just feel it's kind of dragging it out a little bit. Do you know what? I think the the thing about The Good Fight is the fact that it's Christine Borinsky. I know, she's fabulous. And she's brilliant. And Diane Lockhart is the person I, you know, I want to be her business-wise. Yeah. Is it as good as a good, the good wife? I don't think so. I don't think, I don't think so think there's one of them that I think the good wife was the better version. But of. I do love the character and, and Diane Lockhart and Christine Berensky playing her. But I think what I loved about her in The Good Wife was she drifted in in her finery, dropped a bombshell and drifted <laughs> off again. Not sure I can, you know, take the full season about her. But let's have a, a little clip of her in action. This is Christine Berensky. Now, I'm sure you will agree that we should all be subject to the same system of justice, but we're not. If I'm given a subpoena 
I have to comply. I have to answer honestly. And if I don't, I should be prosecuted. That is the only way that the system works. And if it doesn't work that way, then the country breaks down. It's over. Yeah, she's great. Uh, maybe I should go back and give that another <laughs> yeah. go. I did love The Good Wife a lot. So, yeah. you know. Here is the problem, right? It you is know. a problem. And it was a problem for the, the spin-off from Friends, the <gasps> jo- Joey. I mean, it's, it's sort of embarrassing, isn't it, to even mention it? This is horrible. And you know what? <laughs> through all the Friends fans and fanatics that are out there, everyone has forgotten about Joey. I think they saw Frasier. They saw Cheers. They were like, do you know what? Let's make a bit more money out of this. I think they picked the wrong character if they were going to do it. I've got an idea. Imagine instead of following Joey Tribbiano. So what happened, if you don't know, is that when Friends ended, Joey went to Hollywood to be a jobbing actor. He met his sister there. And they kind of gave him a lot of people around him, but centred, I think, a bit too much around him. And Joey was the fool he was the you know the funny guy now he's the center character and i don't think his character was strong enough to be the center character so which one would you have picked rachel what happened she wasn't she was off doing movies by the end she was gone she probably gone. wouldn't have done it but you know what a million they got for each episode by the end of friends so they obviously thought we're going to get a lot more money out of this merchandise it didn't work it lasted about two or three seasons and I'm sure they're look. all alright though no? <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there's, there's none of them scratching around trying to pay for the, the groceries you're a big fan of Game of Thrones aren't you this is this is mad okay so Game of Thrones came out it was huge Sometimes these shows need a natural ending. It needs an ending. But what do you do when fans want more? Like, Mm -hmm. where do you go? What happens? And Game of Thrones is a perfect example of what they did. They're looking at other characters and there's rumours that Kit Harington is going to do his own version of, you know, what his character was about. But that was too soon. Let's get them earlier. So they then did House of the Dragon. And what was interesting about this is... You did not have to watch Game of Thrones to understand House of the Dragon Mm -hmm. because it was the prequel to Game of Thrones. And for people out there listening, I was one of these people at the start. I was like, Game of Thrones, too many dragons. I have no, I mean, and you, so you didn't watch Game of Thrones. And now I have watched it. So you went first to the House of the Dragon Dragon. and reversed back into Game of Thrones. My other half. They got you. They got you. See, it worked. And here's me talking about dragons, and now I'm watching (laughs) The Last of Us with zombies, and you're not going to call them zombies. And I was never that. I'm more of a rom com person. Give me Julia Roberts. I'm with you on that. I mean, I'm I'm watching The Last of Us as well, and I cannot believe that I'm watching it. I mean, it has. fungus things growing out of people's faces that's not a show that I would normally watch but it's intriguing it's so well made isn't it yeah it's so so good and I think that's what they do so clever and I think the people in HBO and now they told people Game of Thrones was such a crazy TV show everyone was watching it oh there's so many episodes I don't want to get into it I don't want to do this they were marketing this as if you haven't watched Game of Thrones and it's too daunting for you don't worry about it leave it over there get into this because this is the start of it and they sucked me right in. Mm -hmm. Um, And we have to mention another one as well, uh, EastEnders spin-off. (laughs) Red Water. Someone had a late night when they came up with that, right? This is wild, okay? So EastEnders thought that Cat and Alfie, massive, they're massive icons when it comes to EastEnders. How do we do something that's completely different? Let's send them to Ireland. 
somewhere, I think it, it was based in Waterford, I could be wrong, and let's call it Redwater. Mm-hmm. They had Patrick Bergen in it. They had Maria Doyle Kennedy in it. They had the best Irish actors you could have. But the storyline was not EastEnders-esque. I actually think Alfie nearly died in it, or possibly could have died in it. <laughs> and guess what? He's back at EastEnders now. They it don't was talk worth about a try. It, it was <laughs> yeah. worth a try. Thomas, uh, great to have you with us as Amazing. always. Thomas Cross there, FM 104 DJ. We'll take a quick break. Today with Clareburn. Listen back on the RTE Radio Player app.